the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hi, everybody. A good Monday to you. And I do hope you had a good weekend. There's more traffic. That's a good sign. In the midst of the unethical, irrational, immoral lockdown, I kept uh, thinking, wow, it would be nice to have traffic back. Whoever thought it, anybody would ever wish for traffic Next time I'm in a traffic jam, I will think about that. Between the two, a traffic jam and a dead society, I'll take the traffic jam. Once again, as I said one year ago, the lockdowns were immoral, irrational, unscientific, destructive. The fact that in the United States, Democratic governors would be far more likely and mayors would be far more likely than Republican governors and mayors to deprive people of the ability to make a livelihood should tell you something about the Democratic Party. But all it does is reinforce Democrats' belief of what a wonderful party it is. It's the party of the rich. It has become the party of the rich. And many of the rich don't give a damn about the non-rich. Never thought I'd say that. It sounds almost leftist, doesn't it? But uh, my first commitment on this program and in life is to truth. Bill Gates cares about a restaurant owner as much as I care about the stock market in Benin. I might care about the stock market in Benin more, having been there, actually, and having developed an affection for its people. It's a little country in West Africa. Remember Benin? That was one of the great trips. Talking about great trips, my my cruise is canceled for no good reason whatsoever other than irrational, destructive, immoral, unscientific fears. The ability to scare people en masse is the root of much of 20th century evil with the Soviets and the the Soviets and the and the Nazis did with mass media is far more understandable to me today I thought I understood it I did it was my field of study or part of my field of study but I never thought that the media could be so corrupt in a free society. That that's a that's a shockeroo. By the way, even my producer does not know this and he knows everything about me, including my neck size. Is that do you know my neck size? All right, what do you think it is? Eighteen. Seventeen and a half. So he didn't know it. All right. It was close, however. I have uh, decided to tweet 
regularly, doesn't mean every day, but regularly, a thought of the day. And so uh, this is a reminder because my trusted partner in life sends out the tweets for me. And hopefully you will uh, retweet them. These are the things that make life clear. So the uh, closing arguments in the Derek Chauvin trial given. And the, I heard a good chunk of the prosecutor's final statement in which he said, look, just trust your eyes. I only wish that that were generally done in our society. They're not riots, they're protests. Trust your eyes. I needed a, an air sickness bag at that time. It's exactly what the message of society is not. Do not trust your eyes. Oh, the, like one caller last week, he made an impression on me because I, I, I found him depressing. An 18-year-old, he read that studies said that right-wing violence is even greater in America than left-wing violence, which only proves how often studies are just propaganda, lying propaganda. That is propaganda that isn't a lie. Trust your eyes, my friends. Yes. Are there more riots now in in Portland? Yeah. And Oregon has announced that there will be an indefinite mandate of mask wearing, correct? Outdoors. Everywhere. Yeah. Yes. You know Oregon well. Your sister lives there. You go there often. If I were to go to Portland and and interact with people, would I have a clue as to how stupid they are? I'm I'm not being cute. Or would they, as many stupid people, be sweet and courteous and so on? Probably more the latter. That's what I think. Yeah, exactly. I understand the complexity of, of human interaction in life. You can be a nice husband, wife, father, mother, friend. Of course you can. And be an idiot. Maybe I'll tweet that out. Nice people can do and, and often do as much damage as evil people. There, there were people who, uh, who I have no doubt ha- had slaves in the South and who were personally honest and upright citizens and so on. They just happened to believe that black human beings could be enslaved. Okay, that's a pretty evil belief. But, uh, but otherwise, they, they might have been uh, quite, uh, quite fine. Human beings are complex. But the ability of nice people to destroy is quite extensive. So everybody's boarding up their cities. L.A., where I live, they're boarding up the city. L.A. is particularly likely to be hurt, even though it has nothing to do with the Derek Chauvin trial, because the prosecutor, the district attorney, is one of the few people I would actually say is evil. 
What's his first name? George? What's his guess going? Uh, he, uh, people, bad people, people who hurt others know that he, he will not prosecute them if they're on the right side anyway, meaning they have the right color or they have the right cause. So that if, if people know that they will not be punished for doing X, they'll do X, right? Isn't that like pretty basic to the human condition? What a sad state that places are boarding up, knowing there will be riots. Look, <laughs> I remember going to Philadelphia when the Phillies won the World Series. I went to give a speech. And there were, there were riots after the Phillies won the World Series. It doesn't take much uh, for certain people to destroy others' livelihoods. It's fun. Looting is an adrenaline rush, apparently. I remember during the Rodney King riots in L.A. By the way, the Rodney King riots were the night that I began my... Bible classes that are now the what they're called the Torah tapes. Oh, hundreds of them, and uh, of the first five books of the Bible, and I'm and, and of course I'm writing it in the Rational Bible. Third volume is coming out, by the way, in September, and you can pre-order it, and I hope you do. This is uh, this is the work of my life to explain these five books where everything is. No Torah, no Old Testament, no New Testament, no Judaism, no Christianity, no Western civilization. Other than that, it's not that important. Places boarding up. 2021 in the United States. Can you tell me any other multiracial, multi-ethnic, multi-religious place that has worked as the United States has? Of course not. We shall return. The Dennis Prager Show. Hi, Dennis Prager here again with a message for anyone struggling with pain. Of course, I want you to know about Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that tens of thousands are now taking every day. I take it every day. I like being out of pain. But I know you may be skeptical. I certainly was. Then I kept hearing about all the people, including my wife, who were no longer in pain. So I decided to give it a try. In fact, listen to Janice's story. I was skeptical at first. But because of the pain that I was having when I would uh, substitute teach and have to climb stairs, so I have lower back, hip, and even knee pain. And after about three weeks, I found that I could climb stairs pain-free. But it wasn't only pain-free. I could do it step over step without holding on the railing. I'm really happy. It's, it makes me feel like I'm young again. That's relieffactor.com or call 800-500-8384. Eight hundred five hundred eighty three eighty four. 
When running a business, HR issues can kill you. Wrongful termination suits, minimum wage requirements, labor regulations, and HR manager salaries aren't cheap. An average of $70,000 a year. Bambi, spelled B-A-M-B-E-E, was created specifically for small businesses. You can get a dedicated HR manager, craft HR policy, and maintain your compliance, all for just $99 a month. It's a lot less than $70,000 a year. With Bambi, you can change HR from your biggest liability to your biggest strength, your dedicated HR manager is available by phone, email, or real-time chat. From onboarding to terminations, they customize your policies to fit your business and help you manage your employees day-to-day, all for just $99 a month. No hidden fees. Cancel any time. Let Bambi help. Get your free HR audit today. Go to Bambi, B-A-M-B-E-E dot com slash Prager to schedule your first free HR audit. That's Bambi dot com slash Prager, spelled B-A-M-B-E-E dot com slash Prager. Because I'm gonna make this a powerful thing to read to you. And uh, the issue is to find it. It is the statement by a parent It's the statement by a parent at a school. What is the name of the school? The old girl school. You want to get that up for me? I, I'm just going to read it straight. Yes. Anyway, people are starting to speak out. I have two parents now, or one teacher and one parent, that are starting to speak out about the brainwashing and the creating of bad human beings at schools. That is what the left is doing. The left does evil. Liberals watch them do it, but some liberals are actually engaged in uh, moral courage. Here is one example. The name of the school is in New York City. It's an all-girls school on the Upper East Side of Manhattan. It's called Breerly, B-R-E-A-R-L-E-Y. It is a private all-girls school, as I said, tuition. You ready? This is from K to 12, I believe. 54000 a year. And they always ask you for more money for yeah, fundraising and so on. 54000 to have your daughter hate America and ultimately everything you stand for. And people pay it. Because people believe uh, uh, in the false god of, of the of formal education. I love education. I'm pretty damn well educated. I love books. Love them. I love to touch them. I love to feel them. Well, it's the same as touch them. I love to look at them. I have about 6,000 of them. I read all the time. And that's why I loathe what the left has done to education. But parents delude themselves into thinking that what is good for my daughter is the most prestigious school. They have the best labs. And there's a good chance she'll get into Yale, which is totally morally corrupt. <laughs> well, you, but you worship false gods, you reap what you have sown. Tuition costs 54000 a year, and prospective families apparently have to take an anti-racism pledge to be considered for admission. Imagine that. 
What if in the 50s they said you had to take an anti-communist pledge? I mean, anybody who hates racism should also hate communism, right? Right? There's no doubt. I hate them both. However, one family has had enough of the indoctrination machine and penned an eloquent letter explaining their reason for removing their daughter. April 13th, this is from a parent who sends his child there, Andrew Gutman. We have to try to get Andrew Gutman on the show. We should have, we should have a sort of, I'm not kidding, we should have sort of like a, a hero's interview because they inspire you. Let me tell you something, folks. Many, 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 many of you listening are in the closet as conservatives. It is not possible to lead a happy life and live in a closet. Are there consequences to getting out, coming out, as they say? Yep. Now, will you lose your job? I can never advocate that somebody who will lose their job come out of the closet. I have my job, and I don't have the right, I believe, to tell you that you should lose your livelihood when I have mine. But short of that, so you'll be hated? So what? America is is worth having people hate you for. So this this is an example of this man whose daughter is at Brearley, which has been destroyed by the left. Dear fellow Brearley parents, April 13th, 2021. Our family recently made the decision not to re-enroll our daughter at Brearley for the year 2021-22 school year. She has been at Brearley for seven years, beginning in kindergarten. In short, we no longer believe that Brearley's administration and board of trustees have any of our children's best interests at heart. This, by the way, is a great letter. I would not, it's an extensive one, and I wouldn't read it if it weren't great. That is correct. They do not have the children's interests at heart. They have the left's interests at heart. They have hatred of America at heart. Moreover, we no longer have confidence that our daughter will receive the quality of education necessary to further her development into a critically thinking, responsible, enlightened, and civic-minded adult. Critically thinking. It's the opposite of leftism. I write to you as a fellow parent to share our reason for leaving the Brerley community, but also to urge you to act before the damage to the school, to its community, and to your child's own education is irreparable. You know what we say to this man? Bravo. It cannot be stated strongly enough that Brearley's obsession with race must stop. It should be abundantly clear to any thinking parent that Brearley has completely lost its way. The administration and the board of trustees have displayed a cowardly and appalling lack of leadership by appeasing an anti-intellectual, illiberal mob and then allowing the school to be captured by that same mob. What follows are my own personal views on Brearley's anti-racism initiatives, but these are just a handful of the criticisms that I know other parents have expressed. 
This man is coming out of the closet. That's what everybody has to do who loves truth and who loves this country. The Dennis Prager Show. Don't you get tired of commercials screaming at you to buy gold now with inflated promises on future values? In an unregulated industry, you need honest, real experts to give you solid advice to protect your wealth and top picks on the best coins and bullion. As environmental policy becomes a hot topic, one precious metal that's been significantly undervalued for years is potentially set to surge. Nick Grovich, owner of AmFed Coin and Bullion, has long recommended this precious metal. Up to 600,000 ounces of this rare metal will be needed by 2030 to produce green hydrogen. Nick is doubling down on this pick, and you should too. Call Nick at AmFed Coin and Bullion to find out more. I've been friends with Nick for years, and he's my go-to guy when it comes to coins and bullion. I trust him. That's a very big statement, by the way. Call Nick at 800-221-7694-800-221-7694, AmericanFederal.com, AmericanFederal.com. Dennis Prager here with James O'Keefe, president and founder of Project Veritas. They have been in the news recently for the remarkable, in other words, worthy of a remark, but not worthy of wonder. Nobody was surprised that a... CNN executive acknowledged that they were a propaganda machine for uh, the last four years and for the election and much else, including uh, frightening people for ratings and the like. James O'Keefe had uh, this man speak to someone that he had, this man had been seeing in a sort of dating situation. James uh, has now been banned from Twitter, they say permanently and is suing Twitter, among others. And I, uh, needless to say, I'm with you, James. What exactly will you be doing now? I'm not, I'm not hearing James, guys. Everything is connected properly, and I'm not hearing James. I feel bad for me. I feel bad for James. The line went dead. Hmm. We have very problematic lines. All right. We will get him back. He is suing Twitter. He is suing CNN. I, be- I believe the New York Times. What these co- what these companies have become is a an American form of Pravda, as is uh, clearly the case uh, with the CNN. And, and and all of them. Journalism has been corrupted. Well, what hasn't, my friends? It is it is a purely negative force, leftism. So they need to be sued by many people. There was a, they even they even banned the New York Post article on the BLM head who spent three million dollars on a few homes all right james i'm sorry about that i have no control over the world of technology so let well, dennis um yeah you know i appreciate you having me on again and, and i just want to say that uh, uh we are filing the twitter lawsuit today i was banned on friday for quote making fake accounts unquote that's a defamatory statement 
and we're filing a lawsuit probably in New York literally in a matter of hours from now. And for those of you who think I'm bluffing or just doing this for a publicity stunt, uh, your audience may or may not know that Project Veritas recently won in the Supreme Court of the state of New York in a defamation action against the New York Times. We're one of only a handful of people to have accomplished this in the last few decades. So that means, Dennis, that we intend to get videotaped discovery into Twitter's operations, since we're already going to be doing that into the New York Times, and we intend to publish the people under a uh, because, Dennis, there's no other option. We have to go on offense. We have to hold them accountable. They banned me on Twitter because our video exposés of CNN were too true and effective, and they needed to get rid of me. And this is, this is just principles that we're fighting for here that are universal, so we're not going to back down. I think that's fantastic. It, it, the lawyers, I'm not asking their names, but the lawyers you have, you're, you're confident in. Well, I'll tell you this. Uh, if I can tell you the firm. Uh, we, we hired Claire Locke, uh, Libby Locke, one of the best defamation lawyers in the country against the New York Times. And and we're hiring Harmeet Dillon, who you all may know in California, who's a, you know, an expert on Silicon Valley. But they may have immunity under the 230, uh, Section 230. But That's this is right. not that. This is, a, uh-huh. this is different. They've made a statement about me. I'm a public figure. So right, that's right. They're now. immune if somebody else makes a statement about you, but they're not immune if they make a statement. That's correct. That's correct. And I just want to highlight this because I think it's so important because I know this is a little in the weeds, but when we sued the New York Times, the justice in New York State put out a 16-page order, and they said it was the New York Times that apparently engaged in disinformation and deception. And you have to remember, these people accuse us of what they do. They're masters of projection. So they may be impersonating things, and I've had people try to impersonate my own employees, which I'd never do. And I, I just think it's important for us to do something about the problems in society. We have to actually fight them. The only way that I know how is through the country's libel laws. You, you, do, you do have a, a recourse under defamation law. You can go after these people when they intentionally lie about you. You just can't... That's that. right. So, that's Dennis, great. I'm not bluffing. We're no, that's no, no, no. You're, you're you're one of those who fight on the good side. You're not the you're not the typical guy on our side. Uh, listen, I don't know if you have time or not. Do you? I, I have a, another five minutes or so. Okay, because well, I I got to take a commercial break. So uh, if I I'll look, uh, I will have you again if we not not now because you're doing great work. What I'd like to ask him is why he's suing CNN. Hello, everybody. I'm Dennis Prager, and I welcome you back or to the show. So James O'Keefe had to go. What he's doing is very important. The courts are the last refuge at this time for freedom in the United States. Of course, if the judge was appointed by Barack Obama, it's, uh, there is no interest in uh, liberty so, and sometimes the, it's true for a George W. Bush appointee as well. There's no guarantee. But uh, the defamation of O'Keefe and others is so is so obvious. Twitter has banned him, made up a thing that he used false identities. They just make stuff up to shut you down. 
I'll give you an example. Uh, if this is not as makes it obvious as possible that these people are, are essentially communists in terms of liberty, that these are now communists. Never thought I'd say that in my lifetime in the United States. Millions, this is New York Post, found they were unable to share a New York Post story about Black Lives Matter co-founder Patrice Khan Coulors, a self-identified Marxist purchasing four high-end homes with a total value of $3.2 million. The story was blocked from circulation on Facebook and Instagram. Prior to the 2020 election, Twitter and Facebook also blocked the New York Post expose of emails found on a Hunter Biden laptop that had been left at a Delaware repair shop. If you're a liberal, I'd love to know what a liberal, I know what a liberal does. They tune out. There's a a cowardice at the heart of modern liberalism that uh, is the defining element of modern liberalism. There are very few exceptions like the man I'm going to continue reading his letter, whose letter I will continue reading. But that's what it is. At the heart of liberalism is cowardice. It's a tragedy. It was not always the case. It is now. Why does this only trouble conservatives? story is blocked by uh, by Twitter a story on a BLM co-founder purchasing four homes with a total value of 3.2 million dollars do you have the audio of what oh yeah now I heard it uh, you, you want you want to hear her uh, defense it's a riot. Okay, let's hear it. So a critique, though, from the left that would say, um, if you are a trained Marxist, if we're talking about a certain kind of radical politic, that extravagant homes of any sort or multiple properties of any sort is itself contradictory to the ideology that you hold. And so it's not about having money per se, but that it's about uh, or about property per se, but it's about there being a potential contradiction between your express politics and your lived practice. Sure. And I think that is a critique that is um, wanting. And I say that because um, the, the, the way that I live my life is in direct support to Black people, including my Black family members, uh, first and foremost. And uh, for so many Black folks who are able to invest um, in themselves and their community, they choose to invest in their family. And that's what I've chosen to do. Um, I have a child, I have a brother that has severe mental illness that I take care of. Um, I support my mother um, and I support many other family members of mine. And so I see um, uh, my money as not my own. I see it as um, my family's money as well. Got that? Sounds upper class, not not middle class. My money, right. That's not what everybody wants to do? That's what everybody would like to do. That is correct. 
It's it's very much like Jewish leftists who support who live completely conservative lives. I know this because I'm Jewish, and I know this extended family members. They live utterly conservative lives. Study hard, work hard, go to get your college graduation degree, get a job, get married, have children after you get married. Right? Pure bourgeois middle class values, and they support people who despise everything they, they stand for. This is unprecedented. It's like it's unprecedented that the United States ambassador to the UN craps on the United States in front of Cuba and Russia, these, these uh, liberty suppressing countries. There's no other ambassador on earth in the UN who spends their time telling the the U.N. how awful their own country is. This is uh, Joe Biden's pick. Joe Biden has already done more damage in a few months than any president since Andrew Johnson in four or eight years. Appointing this woman is a travesty of the position of U.N. ambassador. Well... That's what I'm telling you about the uh, what's happened to the Democrat and to the liberal. Can't the what the people who run Facebook? I mean, it's just astonishing. What I believe what Zuckerberg has done. See, Zuckerberg's original instinct was let everything be be on the internet. Then the New York Times uh, hit him, and the others, and needless to say, he backed down. His commitment to free speech is zero. So now what he does is he hires these people who are woke, and woke is a uh, simply a, basically a euphemism for communist uh, in terms of ideology and suppression of liberty, and they suppress liberty. I got to keep reading to you the letter from the parent that uh, this. $55,000 a year school in New York City taking his daughter out as you should The Dennis Prager Show I've been reading to you the open letter by a parent at Brearley School Brearley is a, an all girl school Upper East Side of Manhattan New York City $54,000 a year Prospective families have to take an anti-racism pledge to be considered for admission. They teach the children nothing but hatred. The reason they accuse the right of hate is because it deflects from what they do. So this man, a father, is taking out his daughter and he wrote to the community. I don't know. The only thing I don't know is how he got their email addresses. Isn't that interesting? A lot of people would love to send a letter to all the parents at their school. But anyway, here it, so I've been reading about, uh, I've been reading his letter. I object to the view that I should be judged by the color of my skin. I cannot tolerate a school that not only judges my daughter by the color of her skin, but encourages and instructs her to prejudge others by theirs. By viewing every element of education, every aspect of history, 
and every facet of society through the lens of skin color and race. We are desecrating the legacy of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. and utterly violating the movement for which such civil rights leaders believed, fought, and died. I object to the charge of systemic racism in this country and our, at our school. Systemic racism properly understood as segregated schools and separate lunch counters. It is the interning of Japanese and the exterminating of Jews. Systemic racism is unequivocally not a small number of isolated incidents over a period of decades. Ask any girl of any race if they have ever experienced insults from friends, have ever felt slighted by teachers, or have ever suffered the occasional injustice from a school at which they have spent up to 13 years of their life, and you are bound to hear grievances, some petty, some not. We have not had systemic racism against blacks in this country since the civil rights reforms of the 1960s, a period of more than 50 years. To state otherwise is a flat-out misrepresentation of our country's history and adds no understanding to any of today's societal issues. If anything, long-standing and widespread policies, such as affirmative action, point in precisely the opposite direction. I wonder what other parents at Brearley are thinking. Are they keeping their daughters in a hate-filled place? Or will they take their daughter out? You should take your daughters and sons out. The the letter, by the way, is up at DennisPrager.com. 